Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Wednesday. First of yesterday's news, I and Glenn ZB, we're looking back at Tuesday. Um, could it be uh, that we're both National and Labour getting together to solve the housing situation? That can't be happening, surely. Uh, no Nigels anymore. Nobody wants to call their kid Nigel. What are we going to do about that? Uh, before any of that, yes, the... Monday early evening non-announcement no change for Auckland could have gone up to level 4 apparently but don't worry we didn't, we kept it at level 3 I think both Kate and Kerry are at the end of their respective tethers. I can tell you as an Aucklander sitting watching this unfold into week 10 of homeschooling and watching businesses fall over all around us It's not remotely funny. None of it's amusing. If ever the PM needed to check her tone, it's now. The once queen of communication, as declared by the left, is whirling and sinking in a communication mud pool. And also there's a disingenuousness now around these announcements about announcements, aren't there? I mean, it's just plain cruel. Do they know and just won't tell us because they're drunk on power? Or are they making it up as they go along and don't have a clue yet? The lack of urgency is galling. If they know what's happening for schools, vaccine passports, Māori, business support and a target, then they should have shared it as of yesterday. And if the target is over 90%, then they're chasing a pipe dream nowhere else in the world has at our expense. It has become a farce. If you voted for this omni-shambles, I hope you're happy. Yeah, so I'll... um I'll just stick that in the uh, don't hold back, tell me what you really feel file, uh, along with this from Kerry, I think. A thousand operations cancelled every week at Middlemore Hospital alone because we have 28 people in hospital with COVID and 15% of the population unvaccinated. What sort of pain and misery is that causing people? It doesn't make any sort of sense. And it's all very well and good for the finance minister, again, sounding perfectly reasonable and rational, to bang on about support for business. A, they're not getting the support they need to stay in business. They're simply getting some money to pay some part of their employees' wages. And B, I think the far greater point is that businesses want to be working. They didn't go into business to get a bloody benefit. They didn't work every hour God sends and put their houses on the line to stay at home and receive a pittance from the government. That's not what business people do. That's not what they're about. I despair for the well-being of those good people, for the lovely elderly couples who only have so much time left and want to be able to spend it with each other, but they can't because of these cruel rules, and yet they're double vaccinated, all the workers at the rest homes are double vaccinated. Come on. The school kids have missed a big chunk of their teenage years having fun, hanging out, travelling to sports events, going to concerts, getting all gorgeous for the school balls, getting the help they need to, to be the best they can be at exam time so they can launch themselves with all their potential realised into the world. And then those poor, poor kids for whom school is the only safe place they know. It's the only place they get fed. It's the only place where they're safe. So, so many people are hurting because the government has set an arbitrary vaccination target, finally, that is unrealistic and simply won't be reached among the people they want to target. They need to forget about it. The bright side uh, of 
Monday's uh, non-announcement, no level change in Auckland, was it prompted Kerry to bring in morning tea for everyone uh, yesterday morning, uh, just to make us feel better. So, you know, it wasn't all bad news. Little pies, even, sausage rolls. Oh my god, my mouth's watering just thinking about it. Trouble is, once you have that once, you want it every day, you know? Um, but, so, yeah, they there was a suggestion going around that we might go back into level four in Auckland, and we should be thankful that we're only staying in level three forever. What the hell? I'd just like to say I am not going back into level four. My <laughs> empathy goes so far, mm. and I have done weeks and weeks. I need to get my business going, and mm. it's now down to you're making a choice. You have had all the information, weeks and weeks to consider it, every opportunity to go and get yourself sorted out. Mm. You know, like it's. I can't argue with you, Michael, and you can actually hear in your voice, and you, we really, as talkback hosts, James and I really feel this now. You can sense people are completely exhausted with it. And, yeah. and you know, there is that kind of the public goodwill is out, and I think you start getting sort of anarchy now because a lot of people are just going, I can't do it anymore, just as you've said, I can't do it anymore. What line of work are you in, Michael? Oh, sort of information, but a lot of my customers are in um, Wellington, yeah. and I haven't seen them for so long, and I need to. Um, especially the projects, but also, you know, just give me a vaccine passport. Mm. Let me go and have a haircut. You know, let me do basic things that I can have. Give me some reward for doing all these hard yards. And set, you know, But there's nothing coming our way. Not a thing. Well, Michael, the reason that we put this question is that there are 94 cases today. That's the highest we've had during the pandemic. More than half of them are unlinked at this stage. And on top of that, there's 158,000 people in Auckland who are eligible but haven't had their first yep. jab. I think the really annoying thing about this, the thing that gets my goat more than anything else, is that Mike Hosking looks like he was right quite some time ago. At the very beginning of our Delta outbreak, he compared it to the one in Melbourne and saying that it would go exactly the same. And it looks like right uh, hate it when he's right and I also hate it when we end up doing things like Australia it's two things I hate uh, what I like though is the sound of uh, National and Labour getting together to solve housing that can't really be happening can it so joining me right now Megan Woods Housing Minister hello Hello, Andrew. How are you? Very good. And in the red corner, Nicola Willis, who is National's housing spokesperson. Hello. I'm in the blue corner, but great to be with you. <laughs> this is true. I've never done one of these before, have you? Uh, a three-way interview? No, <laughs> no, I have not done it, but I am looking forward to it. All right, well, let's just go one-on-one. Okay, so Minister Woods first. Uh, what are these new rules going to do? Are they going to override city planning rules? Will they override the unitary plan? Will they override the uh, transport hub uh, plans that uh, came in the other day? So what they're doing is, well, they're doing two things. One is it's bringing forward the changes that were going to come into play um, in 2024, and we actually have a housing crisis on our hands. We've got to bring that forward. But what it does is it stops Um, it stops people being restricted from what they can do with their property. It enables 
uh, people to build up to three three houses of three stories on their on their properties in the areas that are designated for that. Um, yeah, so Andrew put Nicola in the wrong corner there. I don't know how that happened. Um, and I quite like the way they didn't make a big thing about it being a three-way. Although now I've drawn more attention to it. And now I've paused, which has drawn even more attention to it. Quick, quick, move on. Move on to the most important story of the day, which is that nobody's calling their kids Nigel anymore. Call out to Nigels, of course. No Nigels born in... The UK last year. It's disappeared as a name. Wayne went, now Nigel's gone. Tremendously sad that some of those great names that we love that seem so common are now disappearing. And the names they've been replaced with are not worth mentioning. They are the sort of names the Kardashians had called their kids. So anyway... So if you want to be different, call your kid Nigel. Told with him called Nigel, I suppose you're always Nigel no mate, aren't you? Some of those names have those kind of uh-huh, uh, associations that come with them. You just got to ask Isabel about the knock-knock jokes, don't you? Anyway. Um, I think I know how that knock-knock joke goes, but he could have... I suppose letting us fill in the blanks, but are people still calling their kids Glenn? That's what, that's what I'm worried about. I mean, I presume uh, you know fans of this podcast are probably inspired to. Uh, so probably quite a lot of people, I imagine. Um, is Shane? Are people still calling me kids Shane? So we were talking about Shanes who spell their names with a Y in the middle of them. That was a thing for a while. Surely if, if people aren't going with Wayne, they won't go with Shane with a Y, will they? It, it makes me uneasy. I don't really know why, but... I'm Glenn ZB. No Y. Too many ends, though, you could argue. If you spell it correctly. It's got weird, hasn't it? It's got really weird at the end of this podcast. We could go back to talking about Kerry bringing your morning tea again. Uh, that has been News Talks. We'll see you back here again tomorrow.